Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today we wrap up our month-long anniversary celebration with a studio full of thankfulness. Watchmen on the Wall is beginning its 90th year of ministry. Please pray for Southwest Radio Ministries, its staff, and all of the lives that are being impacted because of Watchmen on the Wall. Radio programs, resources, and conferences are all here for you. Thank you, my friends. Thank you for your prayers for Southwest Radio Ministries and Watchmen on the Wall. Dr. Larry Spargimino, Ministry President Dr. Kenneth Hill, and James Collins are all here to look back on this year's anniversary month and to look ahead to the future. This past month was the 89th anniversary of the Watchmen on the Wall. Southwest Radio Church began in April 1933 when Dr. E.F. Weber, the pastor of a local church in Oklahoma City, preached a prophetic message over radio station KTOK. His radio program was his radio church, thus the name Southwest Radio Church. Now, 89 years later... We're still going strong, making the Watchman on the Wall the oldest continuing daily Christian communications ministry in the world. Today, we'd like to look back on our legacy and look forward to the future. I'm honored to have once again two very special guests with me. First, I'm joined in the studio by Dr. Larry Spargimino, the host of this program and the vice president of Southwest Radio Ministries. Dr. Spargimino, thanks for joining me today. Just a great, great delight. Also joining us by telephone is Dr. Kenneth Hill, the president of Southwest Radio Ministries. Dr. Hill, it's great to have you back on the Watchman on the Wall. Oh, it's great to be with both of you. When we kicked off our 89th anniversary on April the 1st, I asked both of you why you thought we had lasted for so long. Let me ask you again, Dr. Hill. Why do you think, even though other ministries have come and gone, why do you think the Watchman on the Wall has lasted for 89 years? Well, it is by God's grace that we have lasted as we have. The ministry of Southwest Radio Church is not perfect. We have not been a perfect ministry since I've been with them anyway. Uh, (laughs) But we have the right attitude and the right heart conviction. We are a group of fundamental Christian believers who want to get the word out as it pertains to the Scripture. And so that's what we've been doing, and God has blessed that for these 89 years. Praise the Lord. Dr. Spargimino, same question. Why have we lasted 89 years? I believe that people today are hungry for truth. And I see that God is preparing his people for revival. And there is a very strong remnant filled with the Spirit, loving the Word of God, hungry for the truth. And then when they hear the truth from us, they say, hey, that's the kind of ministry I will pray for the kind of ministry I will support, the kind of ministry that can prepare me to do the work that God has called me to do. We talk about topics that most ministries don't speak about. One of the questions that I hear most often is, where can I find a church that teaches Bible prophecy? Dr. Hill, why is it that we don't hear much about prophecy coming from pulpits today? 
it's amazing to me that we don't because this is the exact time that we need to be listening for it, you know. This is the kind of teaching that must be given. The teaching of the Word of God as it relates to the last days is very, very important. And it is not only important, it's neglected in many circles, and so that means it's hard to find. And so when you have it scarce, that makes it all that much more precious, quite honestly. So it's important for us as individuals, as members of the ministry, it's important for us to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth from the Word of God. Dr. Spartamino, same question. Why do pastors not speak about Bible prophecy today? Well, James and Ken, I think prophecy has a way of exalting God. And that's really what it's all about. I mean, he gets first place. However, the natural man does not like that. And I think the natural man fights that. And there are some things in prophecy that can be very upsetting if you're not saved. If you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior and you don't know where you're going, it's very troubling. So if people are looking for entertainment and if they want to be told how good they are, that they're their own God— They don't want to listen to prophecy. But once again, there are those who do, and I praise the Lord for them. One of the things that I've noted in visiting with various congregations and pastors in the last few years, there are a number of good congregations Mm -hmm. in each of the cities that we broadcast in through Southwest Radio Church, and they are begging people to come and to be with them and to be a part of their ministry, and yet they have a hard time getting people to come and visit. Looking back on our anniversary month, we started out with a great program from 1994 with you, Dr. Hill, and Dr. Noah Hutchings. You were talking about the subject, Why So Many Churches. Now, after almost 30 years, that book by Noah Hutchings, Why So Many Churches, is back in print, and it's doing very well. Dr. Hill, Noah's teaching was timeless, wasn't it? It was and is, and it's the book that I send people to when they ask me that very question of the book. Why are there so many different denominations and brands and styles of churches? And that book is a real teaching tool that helps me when I'm trying to help somebody else. For those who are not familiar with the history of this program, Noah Hutchings was the former president of this ministry and the host of this program. He went home to be with Jesus back in July of 2015. Dr. Hill, you shared a story about Noah when we kicked off Anniversary Month. Do you have another one that you could share with us? I remember traveling with him to Israel on a number of trips. He was trying to train me, so he had me sleeping in the same room he was in, and he wanted me to get to know how to count people and whatever. It was rather interesting. But he said, know that we're going to have problems. We'll probably lose at least one (laughs) on every trip. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. You lose at least one person? He said, yeah, because they're not listening. (laughs) He says they won't come to the bus when they're called, and they won't be where they're supposed to be. Well, two days later, we lost one. 
And not only did we lose her, boy, was she upset. (laughs) (laughs) But we finally found her. She found us. We got together, and she told Noah what she thought of him and of us and everybody else there at the good time of meeting that night. And Noah took her aside with me by his side, and he said, you know, he says, uh, you're right. You don't belong with us. And so why don't you just go ahead and get your bags packed. I'll have you a ticket, and you can head straight home. And she said, well, I don't want to leave. I'm having too good a time. (laughs) He said, well, if you're having too good a time, you keep your mouth shut, and you can continue. And she never had a word to say, good or bad, after that. (laughs) (laughs) He was something else. I remember being in Israel with him, and a lady left her fanny pack on a bench unattended at one of the stops. I believe it was at Caesarea Philippi. And you know the Israeli authorities don't take well to unattended packages, items, and they called the bomb squad in, and they actually blew up this lady's fanny pack. It had her oh. it had her wallet, it had her passport, oh. it had her stuff in it. So we had quite a time with this lady on the trip getting her back home with all of her stuff destroyed. Dr. Spargimino, how about you? Do you have a Noah Hutchings story you'd like to share? Yes, on one of the trips with Noah, we visited a tank base in northern Israel in the Golan Heights. We were actually privileged to see the, I think it was the Merkava 4 tank in operation. It was amazing. One of the things they did, there were balloons out about 200 yards away, and they were firing the machine gun at the balloons. Every fifth shot was a tracer. Of course, there were a 50 caliber machine gun, and one of our ladies picked up a 50 caliber fired case. It was not live. It was not a live round. She had never traveled before, so as we were getting back on the plane to come back to the U.S., the Israelis found that she had a fired 50 caliber machine gun (laughs) round, and they asked her all kinds of questions, like, where did you go? Did you go here? Did you go there? And she said, I don't know. There's a lot of funny street names. I can't even read this. So... She ran up to Noah, and she started to cry. I mean, she was shaking all over. I've never seen a person more terrified. I don't think she'll ever travel overseas. (laughs) So Noah looked at me and said, Brother Larry said, you're kind of a pastoral sort of a guy. Why don't you just talk to Mrs., uh, I think it was Miss So-and-so. She was about 60 years of age, and I did. But I noticed that as I looked to see what Noah was doing, he was over there and he had his two hands clasped and he was praying to the Lord that the Lord would give me wisdom and give the Israeli police a little kindness and grace. So I explained to them where we had been and where she had gotten that, and she doesn't read Hebrew, so therefore she didn't know the names of the streets. But it was just wonderful to see him. He was concerned about me and he was concerned about her, and that was something that I will never forget. He had a heart of gold. You know, we also brought back the classic book, Pagan Traditions, by another legendary broadcaster from this ministry, David Ingram. He was the former announcer on this program. David passed away in 2012. Dr. Spargimino, you were close to David. Tell me about him. When I came here to Oklahoma and left Tennessee, he went north and he pastored, I believe, two or three churches 
in New England, and he was in Maine, Maine of all places, very cold, very dreary, and so on. He had a marvelous way of preaching prophecy to people who never heard of prophecy. But David had some people who just didn't like what the prophetic word said. And he was such a kind man. And he said, well, you're from up north. I'm originally from New York City. He said, how do you get around these people? How do you deal with them? And I said, number one, you have to pray. Number two, you have to be able to show everything that you're saying about prophecy, about the rapture, about the end times in the scripture. And David was one of those people who could go to any book of prophecy, Zephaniah, Ezekiel, Daniel, Daniel 2, Daniel 9, and so on, and show people where he was coming from and where he was getting this from. And so with a twinkle of his eye and with a smile, he always persuaded New Englanders who knew nothing about the Bible or prophecy. And we just had a marvelous time. And I just think of what a great amount of good he did in Maine to those dear churches. Another part of our anniversary celebration was the release of a brand new book by David Weber. David was the host of this program in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and early 90s. He was a pioneer in Christian radio, and recently some of David's recordings along with his notes were transcribed and put together in a brand new book titled Heaven and Hell, and it's been doing very well for our ministry. It just amazes me to look back over 89 years and think about the incredible legacy of Southwest Radio Church. Wouldn't you agree, Dr. Hill? Oh, I certainly do agree, and I'm amazed at the items that we're finding. We've had this hunt going on since (laughs) you joined us, trying to find the the, uh, old artifacts, if you will, because we knew we had this time of celebration coming up that we've had this month, and so we were looking for old books and various things. And we have found a gold mine of things all the way from eBay to people who live in Oklahoma City who've stopped by and said, here, I thought you might like to have this book. I think part of my ministry, a big part of it, is connecting the legacy of some of these great men of God who have come through this ministry through the years and keeping their legacy alive to a younger, newer generation. I'm a fan, and I grew up reading these books and listening to these programs, and the teaching is just timeless. What do you think, Dr. Spargimino? What are your thoughts about the legacy of SWRC? I'm amazed, and I'm really encouraged because the materials that you've dug up remind me of what we are all about. I think in America today, we have forgotten our past. We've gone in the wrong way, and you see what happens. But We have a great past, a great legacy, and I think that encourages us today, and not only does it encourage us, the staff, those who are on the radio, but it encourages our listeners to say God's anointing is on these people. These are for real. You can trust them. They're not just around for a year or two. They've been doing this for years and years, for 89 years, and I'm very proud of that, and I think you've done a tremendous job in retrieving this material, digitalizing it, and making it available so that our listeners can take part and rejoice in what God has led us to do. Well, we've spent a month, gentlemen, looking back at our past. Let's look forward. God willing, we hope to stay on the air until the Lord returns for us in the air. We hope to bring back classic resources from such great Bible teachers as E.F. Weber, David Weber, Noah Hutchings, J.R. Church, Dennis Cuddy, Emil Gaverluck, Carl Baugh, and many, many, many more. 
And not only are we working to bring back classic resources, but we're also producing new products as well in the coming months. Watch for new stuff from Mike Hoggard, Rob Linstead, Greg Patton, Dr. Kenneth Hill, Dr. Larry Spargimino. A lot of great stuff. We're very excited about all these new products, so stay tuned. We're also excited, and I'd like to take a little bit of time to talk about our conferences. We're very excited about everything that's going on there. We recently wrapped up conferences in Tennessee and Indiana. Dr. Hill, those conferences were fantastic, weren't they? (laughs) They were some of the best I've ever seen in 45 or 50 years of going to conferences. (laughs) I was so impressed with the Tennessee operation. The congregation of the church that invited us treated us as if we were royalty. They were so nice to us. And they had 12 or 13 people working around the clock, keeping the place clean, making sure people had seating, making sure parking was there. We had a full house for two days. We didn't have anything that was forgotten. It was all right there. What a wonderful time. And God's blessing was seen. It was abundant. And we were excited about it. The conference ministry has always been a big portion of Southwest Radio Church's ministry. And now we're seeing it come back into fruition. It's fantastic. Well, I'm looking forward to our next conference. That's coming up next week in Wichita, Kansas. The conference will be held May 6th and 7th at Sunrise Christian Academy. Let's talk about some of the speakers who will be at this conference. First, Dr. Rob Linstead. Dr. Hill, you've known Dr. Linstead for a long time, haven't you? I have, and he is an exceptional Bible teacher, an exceptional person. Loves the Lord and is working every way he can, every waking moment, to get the message of Christ out to the world. And he's got his own channel on YouTube. He's got other things he's doing in addition to the things that he's doing with us. And so we're excited to have him at the conference. People sit with their mouths open when he's teaching. Yes. Kamal Saleem will also speak at the Wichita Prophecy Conference. He's the former Islamic terrorist turned Christian and best-selling author. Dr. Spargimino, tell me about Kamal. Well, when I first met Kamal Saleem, well, I've been warned by the Scripture, be careful of deceivers. And, I mean, this man's testimony is fantastic. We heard it again in Tennessee. So I wanted to get some endorsements, one way or the other, actually, and I called up Walid Shuibat, a former Muslim terrorist, and Walid told me this. It's a quote, I would give my life for Kamal Saleem. Wow. Then I thought, well, okay, maybe they're working together to deceive us. So I called up General Jerry Boykin. Jerry wrote a book with Kamal. It's called The Coalition. It's one of the most fast-moving, prophetic Christian novels I've ever read. It needs to be turned into a movie. And General Boykin said, whenever I work with somebody, I have a lot of contacts in the government. We know how to trace people on and on. He says, this man is genuine. And I'm glad because Kamal Saleem has some dramatic testimonies and miraculous testimonies. This is the real thing. And it reminds me that our God 
is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he's changing lives in a fantastic way. One of my favorite preachers, Pastor Greg Patton, will be at the Wichita Prophecy Conference. Dr. Hill, you've known Greg for a long time. He's quite a character, isn't he? Oh, he is a genuine character. (laughs) (laughs) He has been through most everything that you can go through and stay alive, and he brings that out in his messages. He weaves everyday life in his teaching. And that's one of the things I just really enjoy about his presentation. At our Wichita Prophecy Conference, which is coming up next week, May 6th and 7th, in addition to Dr. Rob Lindstead, Camille Salim, and Pastor Greg Patton, we also will have Micah Van Hus, Bill Federer, America's premier historian, Larry Stamm, America's premier Messianic Jewish teacher, Dr. Douglas Petrovich, biblical archaeologist, and Dr. Hill, our own Dr. Larry Spargimino, will be speaking on revival and about the COVID cover-up. Now, Dr. Spargimino is too modest to talk about himself, but Dr. Spargimino is a brilliant Bible scholar. Wouldn't you agree, Dr. Hill? I would certainly agree. Dr. Spargimino and his family lived across the street from my dear family for a number of years in Tennessee. We got to know him, and we got to enjoy the conversations. And then he came to be a presenter for some devotional programs for us on WHCB radio there in the Bristol area. And then we had a one-hour talk show that he did every night at 9 o'clock, Monday through Friday, and he had some of the wildest topics, and he handled them all beautifully. People wanted to be a guest on his program, even though he would ask the hard questions. In addition to our daily programs, our publishing ministry, and conference outreach, Southwest Radio has many other ways that we work to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. One of those is our Hispanic outreach. Dr. Hill, would you take a moment and update us on Prophecias Biblica? Luis Vega has been the speaker for Prophecias Biblicas almost 30 years. He has been our man in Central and South America for Southwest Radio Church. This ministry is heard on Spanish language stations in Central America primarily, although there are from time to time one or two stations within the United States that like to carry it as well. It's a 15-minute daily broadcast. Provisius Biblicus sponsored the building of a Christian radio station on the campus of a Bible college in Siguatepeque, Honduras, a number of years ago, and it was a ministry of Southwest Radio Church. So the ministry of Prophecies Biblicus is, they've just caught their second wind, really. We're excited to see where they're going. So hopefully by next anniversary month, we'll have Luis giving us a report himself and it'll be an exciting thing to hear. One of our other ministries is the Church and Christian School that we sponsor in Pakistan. Dr. Spargimino, would you tell us about that important ministry? I was privileged to start a church, Grace Bible Church, in 2009, and then Grace Charity School in 2010. 
They're both doing very well. The school is doing such a fantastic job with Pakistani children. It is a Christian school. Christian kids in Pakistan really cannot go to public school. The reason they get beat up and they steal their lunchbox and so on and so forth. And what God has been doing for these young people, I mean, they are amazing. We have about 450 of them. We charge no tuition. If we had to charge tuition, they wouldn't be able to go. So we do try to raise money for Grace Charity School. I think that's a great future for Pakistan, and I'm so excited about that. I pray for them every day. We have the Onesimus Prison Ministry here. We're also excited about our new recording studio that's in process. We've just got so much going on here at Southwest Radio. We want to thank each and every one of our listeners and supporters. We could not have made it for over 89 years without the support of great Christian brothers and sisters around the world who come alongside us and help us to do what we do. Gentlemen, before we close out our anniversary month, I'd like to ask each of you to pray for our ministry. Dr. Hill, would you start, and then Dr. Spargimino, would you close? All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for bringing us together and calling us to this work, a unique work it is, of Southwest Radio Church and all the ministries that are part of it. Thank you for calling us to it. Thank you for salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank you for loving us with a love that never fails. Thank you for these brothers that we can fellowship with and can rejoice with as we work and labor together in the cause of our Savior and Lord. Now, Father, we pray for your blessing upon Southwest Radio Church Ministries, upon all of the ones we've talked about, all of the ones we haven't talked about. Lord, thank you for your guidance. And Lord, you know the financial needs we have. You know all the needs we have. And we ask for you to meet those needs and use us in the future as you've used us in the past, we pray in Jesus' sweet name. Dear Lord, thank you for these many, many years that Southwest Radio Church has been faithful only because you've been faithful to us. We pray for our listeners and our supporters. Thank you so much for them. And we pray that as the day draws nigh, the day that the trumpet will sound, that we will continue to tell people about Jesus, the lover of our souls. Thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Gentlemen, thanks for joining me today. Let me close out this segment by saying God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. Amen. All during the month of April, we are celebrating 89 years of God's faithfulness and provision. Thank you to everyone who's been sending special anniversary month gifts to Watchmen on the Wall. This daily radio program, books and DVDs, new podcasts and conferences are all possible because of your generosity. Would you consider giving a gift today? Know that when you support Watchmen on the Wall, you're helping to proclaim until the Lord comes that God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. You can give your gift online, swrc.com or by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Lord willing, we'll be back here Monday, ready to once again 
through Christ, bring clarity to the chaos. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station or by subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and has been supported for 89 years by faithful listeners just like you. Visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com.